1: And welcome to the Self-Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. Created and hosted by me, broadcaster Val Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, on the show, it's a chit-chat episode, and these feature in between our guest episodes. I have a really cool episode to tell you about for next week, which I think is gonna be helpful for a lot of people at the moment. But I wanted to catch up this week. I have been sick I am a very late bloomer I finally got COVID three and a half years in which really knocked me and I am feeling a lot better but I'm still recovering Um, I'm through the worst of it I'm out of my isolation now so we're gonna catch up life updates what's been happening um and also I've got a really cool text I got from my friend which I really wanted to share because it was so adorbs plus I've got a stack of recommendations for you book club I actually have a lot of things to share but I've tried to just keep it to a few quality my favorite ones including the best book I've read so far this year and another one which is being tipped to be the best debut of the year as well so we'll get to those soon So as I mentioned, quite late to the party with the old vid and I was really sick. It was nasty and yeah, we won't talk too much about that because I feel like we're all sick of talking about it after all these years, but it has been interesting recovering and how long it takes and it makes you realise how grateful and lucky you are if your health is generally fairly good. You know, I don't really get colds or flus too often, so it's been awful (laughs) and like you know if you ever have a cold you might be better within you know a few days to a week kind of thing but the the long effect of it just taking a bit of time so I have been really gentle I've been really careful with myself you know you want to be careful with overexerting all the exercise and things like that but at the same time it made me realize and I already knew this how much movement is so important for me as part of my self-care and how important it is for my mental health and when you're starting to feel a bit better like you could perhaps do some that's when I was like right well I'm just gonna go for a a little walk outside and gosh I felt like an old woman going for a walk you know really you don't you're not as strong and you're not able to go as fast as you normally would plus you're also being very careful and you don't want to make yourself worse um, once you are out the other side of the worst of it and I've been doing some small workouts on as I've mentioned before, the Keep It Cleaner app, which I love using so much, but I was doing, pre-getting sick, I was doing their Kick Pro program, so I haven't been doing that just yet. I want to be really careful. I've been doing some of the Pilates. Their mind-body Pilates are so good. Honestly, it got to a point where I really needed to move my body because at the end of COVID for me, and since talking to others about it my mental health, honestly, when you're sick, you often feel a bit uh, down. But at the end of it, I was starting to feel really not good and just really flat, um, which of course comes with being sick, but it's just awful and it's not very nice. So yeah, I just knew that trying to do the good things and going for a walk or whatever it is for you. I have got to say though, once I was able to see friends, one of the things and probably the main thing that really boosted my mood and made me feel so much better um, after feeling pretty crappy for a while was seeing my friend. Um, this is well after isolation when I actually, you know, left and and ventured outside of my little uh, bubble and <laughs> felt like I wanted to go somewhere else. And I went over to meet my friend where I, the area I used to live on the shore in Auckland. And we went to Takapuna Beach and we had a coffee and we went for a beach walk and it was just so beautiful. And we hadn't had sunshine in like two weeks. So to have some sunshine honestly really made all the difference. My friend Allie actually wrote me a beautiful text which I honestly want to print out and frame and put on my wall. I'll talk more soon about how I've been feeling and what's kind of been happening for me, but she wrote me this text which said just a written note to remind you how special and beautiful you are inside and out. I'm so grateful to call you my friend. You are always there for me. These dark days will get better. I feel it in my bones. You will feel the light and warmth of your own soul again soon. There is no time on these feelings you have. I'm so sorry you feel down and hopeless. Baby steps. You are smart. You are kind. You are doing your best. I love you. I just wanted to share that because I thought that that may be helpful to someone else who may be going through a rough time or not feeling themselves and that's definitely been that for me, and I know when you're sick, you don't feel yourself, and it's a nasty, nasty virus, and it does play tricks on your brain at the end, from a lot of people I've heard from, they feel quite down, and you feel, because you're isolated, you're not able to see your friends, and compounded with the fact that we've all had that for the last few years, regardless anyway, so yeah, it was so nice, and I just felt so good, and sometimes, obviously, it's really important to Seek professional help when you're not feeling good and do all those things. And I highly recommend doing that if you're not feeling good. And also at the same time, talking to your friends while you're doing all the self-care stuff can really help your really close friends. It can be hard to feel, and I I know this myself, you feel like you don't want to bother people or you're not always sure how to put it into words. But sometimes just saying to your friend, hey, I'm not really feeling myself, and even if you talk to them about what's happening or what's coming up, and or maybe it's just going to have a coffee and just talking about other things, or you know, just being out and about. Um, and I definitely felt that I was. Like, I just need to leave the house and and venture out of my little area and yeah, go for a walk somewhere different where I used to walk every day. So it was my old stomping ground, and it was just so beautiful. And I'm very grateful for the sunshine and close friends, especially when you do. Feel really alone or you're isolated because you're sick or you haven't seen people in a little while it's just so nice because I'm quite a homebody anyway and I, I love seeing my friends and I'm I love being social but I do need a lot of time on my own and I really enjoy it But I knew when I was in isolation, I was like, I mean, maybe it's because you, the fact you can't go anywhere, but also wasn't well enough to anyway. But I definitely, they got to a point near the end where I was like, I just miss my friends. Like I want to, you know, go have a coffee with Ellie or just chill. And yeah, it's so special. So if you can see your friends and and talk to somebody and just know that you're not alone. And it's really good to talk about these things out loud because things can feel really heavy on your own what do they say a problem shares a problem halved, and it's not necessarily going to take your feelings away but it's just really nice to hear other people sometimes you know we've got to get that self-love from within and it's not about having constant reassurance from other people but sometimes this is what Ali and I talked about it is really nice just to have your friends tell you their perspective or you know remind you of the really good things about yourself just lift you up a bit and it's something that I try to do myself and I think we could all work on is when you're talking to yourself and I know it's so hard try to think of if you were saying those things that you say to yourself to your friend like you would never speak to your friends that way or I would hope not anyway and they would not want to be your friends if you did but try to have that compassion with yourself and sometimes I think that's something I've really worked on this year when I've been doing meditations and trying to focus on ones, I love guided ones because otherwise like how are you supposed to focus on anything (laughs) unless someone's telling you what to think about, hello I have ADHD, (laughs) it's very hard to focus but yeah like the compassion for yourself, just be kind to yourself and it's like very easy to say that but if you actually in those times where you're not feeling very good, have a bit of compassion for yourself. You would have compassion for a friend if they weren't feeling themselves or, you know, they were you wouldn't say those things. So where you can, and I know it's hard and it's a completely different situation, just try think of that and how you would treat another person if they were not feeling so good. Or another one I always go back to is how would you treat a small child and then do that for yourself. So pre getting sick. I had been feeling pretty off, and I actually went and got some tests done, and everything's okay, but it, I was starting to get a lot better, and then I got sick again. My hormone levels were out of whack, and my nervous system was not good, and I just felt really awful. I mean, when your hormone's are out of whack, and... Uh, you. I mean most people unless you get it tested you're not necessarily going to know Um, and so I've been on some supplements and just trying to do all the things I cut coffee for a bit which is very hard for me I'm actually still only having decaf and just making a couple of tweaks Um, but I was starting to get better I was taking some really good things for my hormones and just getting my nervous system in check because I was feeling really off and it was lasting quite a long time and really knocked my confidence and when your levels are all out of course you're going to feel a bit all over the shop and struggling to focus or juggling everything and for me when it lasts a while it's just quite frustrating and you're like when is it going to end and then i got sick and at first i just felt awful physically my mentally i was okay and then near the end i was like ugh you know it's just been quite a long time and like I said it started to then really take a dive in my confidence and feeling really crap and like I can't do anything or you know just just really yeah just like that questioning yourself and your abilities and I know these things aren't always true but getting into that like I'm you know you're a failure mentality which you've got to got to remind yourself not everything you think is true and whether it's writing down some things that are countering those negative thoughts you're having. I did this meditation on the Keep It Cleaner app. They're really short ones. One was for um, a confidence booster, and the other one was letting go of comparing, comparison, which sometimes when you're feeling, you don't realise until you think about it. When you're maybe feeling a lack of confidence or you're feeling a bit off, it can be to do with the fact that you're comparing yourself to what you think you should be like or... And in those moments when you're not feeling yourself, you know, you're comparing yourself to when you're at your peak or other people and what's going on around you. And so there was a really good comparison when I've been doing that most days at the moment, just to, it's really good. And um, there was some notes I actually wrote down on my phone from it. And it says, I wanted to share this. It says, I'm truly grateful for all that I am, all that I have, and all that I have achieved. So this is a nice little affirmation to tell yourself. Next week, I will have an episode of therapy sessions with clinical hypnotherapist, Caroline Cranshaw. If you've listened for a while, you'll probably remember these episodes we've been doing for a few years now. And Caroline's so great and she's so smart. And I thought this would be really helpful from what I'm hearing from people and seeing a lot of is that, you know, it's pretty common at the moment. People's mental health isn't the best. Things are tough and uh, with the cost of living, and, and also that time of year where it's getting cold, and we didn't, where where I live, we didn't see sunshine for like two weeks, and oh my gosh, that so affects your mood, as soon as there was sunshine, even if it was cold the other day, I was just so happy, and you really do notice it, so that will be a really cool episode, that'll be out in your feeds next week, and just talking about it, and having a chat, and just talking about some practical things we can be doing, and of course in our backlog, there are plenty of episodes on this, the one I did with um, Rebecca Bella, the author. I'll link it in the show notes too, because if you haven't listened to that one, that had some really good practical tips in there. So on that next episode, I'll probably share more, and over time as well, as I think of it. It's it's always like that when you've been feeling a bit off, you you take a bit of time to process and just put it into words a little bit, but just know that you're not alone if you're feeling a bit off, and you can do all the good things, and sometimes you can just still not feel 100% yourself, and just being and patient with yourself, and for me, it's been quite a long time of not feeling my best. And it's not like we're gonna feel a hundred percent all the time. But yeah, it, of course, when your levels in my nervous system does feel a lot better now. Like I'm talking, like I can, yeah, I can feel. It's like it's an arm or something. No, I have been feeling a lot more calm, but now I've gone the other way where I've just been feeling quite down. But I know that that does come with being sick as well. So I'm doing the good things. I'm trying to know, eat well. I wanna make sure I'm getting back into early routine and I'm not being too hard on myself. I've really been struggling to get out of bed in the mornings. Pre-getting sick, I was getting up around five AM, you know, five thirty and feeling quite productive. But then of course you need to change that when you're not well and you don't want to you need to recover and get better. Also, what's been happening, my boyfriend and I have just had our two year anniversary. It was a happy month in May. Two years ago, I got Piper, uh, my little ragdoll kitten who's now a two-year-old cat and I love her so much, the best baby ever. She's been so sweet to me when I haven't been well, literally by my side and just snuggly and I love her so much. And also, I started dating my boyfriend, so we are going to go out for a nice dinner. We've slightly delayed it because we were both sick, so that will be really lovely and hopefully go away or something soon as well will be so nice. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you you know, you know may have heard, like obviously I've gone from my single time to getting into a happy, healthy relationship. And an idea we had was to have him on the podcast and do an episode. And if you've got any questions or things you want us to chat about, a little Q&A or something, feel free to send them my way, whether you DM me, on my Val crawford socials and yeah so that we could do that really soon we had talked about doing that still to come book club and my recommendations the best book i've read so far this year and another that's been tipped to be the must read debut of the year we'll be back after a quick break
0: jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it
1: First up, I shared this on my socials, but um, the best book I've listened to this year, I decided to listen, and I'll tell you why soon, was I'm Glad My Mum Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Now I know it's not a super recent release, it did come out into last year, and there's been a lot of hype about it online. Jeanette McCurdy is a child star, she was on Nickelodeon, her memoir's been sitting in my to-read pile, and I really wanted to see what the fuss was about. And it was interesting when I was asking you on my Instagram, If you had read it too or for it was on your to read pile and 70% of people hadn't actually read it yet and they were really curious and wanted to read it too. I do recommend listening to the audiobook. The narration by Jeanette just made it feel more intimate and really helped me fly through it. It added to the storytelling. I do have a special interest in like pop culture things and I find these stories quite interesting but for a generation of us that grew up watching child stars on Barney, Nickelodeon and Let's not forget our It Girls of the Millennial Era from Full House, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. It was really interesting and quite important to hear the other side of what it was actually like growing up in this environment. And in Jeanette's case, she was forced into acting to fulfill her mum's dream. Now, as an adult, when you're reading this book, looking back, like a lot of the stuff does not really sit right with me. I mean, every situation's different. When a child is financially supporting the family, it just seems like a real imbalance. And the book does cover some quite heavy topics, which could be quite triggering, including abuse and in depth descriptions of Jeanette's experiences with eating disorders, which her mother actually introduced her to when she was a child. And so many of the things that Jeanette's mum did were shocking. And while the title is quite grabbing, and you're like, wow, that's a pretty intense thing to say about your mum she does tell the story with a lot of empathy and it's not as malicious like you'd think from the title. For someone like myself who has had an eating disorder in the past, I've never read a book or heard a story where someone shares so much of what it's like in that experience. And if you've had firsthand experience of it, Thankfully, I'm in a place now where it was okay, but it was still quite hard to listen to, I think regardless of whether you'd experienced or not, particularly if you had, because it was just a reminder of what your life may have looked like as well, and it was just, yeah, it was quite intense. That was more further into the book. So if you're in a space for it, I would recommend listening to this. She is really funny as well, but it's just really honest and like I said, the best book I've listened to so far this year. And also my latest read was something my sister recommended to me. It's called Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson. So this is a novel and it has been tipped to be the must read debut this year. And it's about three women who live in Brooklyn, one who was born with money, one who was married into it and one who wants to give it all away. I mean. why, like give it to us please. If you're after something that offers a bit of escapism, you know the glitz of New York elite lifestyles and parties as well as a bit of witty humor, this is definitely a book I think you would like as well. With a lot of really big authors, you know uh, the author of Bridget Jones Diary, also Crazy Rich Asians, they are among the list of best-selling authors who love this book as well, so let's get into big ticks. Something else I'd like to recommend is the movie Ear, which I saw at the movies but it's now streaming on Amazon Prime Video so you can watch it on there. I booked in to see this as a date night as I knew my basketball loving boyfriend would love it and I really liked it too. Now the movie's directed by Ben Affleck who actually stars in it as well. He plays the eccentric Nike founder Phil Knight and it was so good to see Ben back on screen with his longtime bestie Matt Damon as Sonny and Jason Bateman was in it too. I was so stoked. His comedic timing is just so good. If you're wondering what Air is about, it tells a story that many of us don't actually know of how Nike broke into the world of basketball and they signed on at the time rookie Michael Jordan to create the partnership, which of course, Air Jordan's massive. They're huge now and people are wearing them a lot. And Viola Davis stars as Michael's mother, who actually, it's really about her and how she hustled this deal this movie's really well done. Uh, it really transports us back in time into the 80s, has a very good soundtrack as well. A lot of songs that I grew up listening to, I was late 80s, I was born eighty nine. 89, um, but like songs I knew my dad listened to and it was just really cool. I loved it and would definitely recommend watching it. That's all we've got time for. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club. It was so good to catch up. And as I mentioned, next week, you'll have a therapy sessions episode with Caroline chatting about mental health, we'll have a chat as well and just catch up and support the Self Love Club. The most helpful way you can support us is to make sure that you subscribe or follow on your podcast app. Also select automatic downloads. And if you haven't already, please take a couple of moments to leave us a five star rating. And if you're enjoying listening, write us a kind review. This all really helps other people find us and in the charts. And send the link of the Self Love Club to your friends so they can listen as well. Follow us on Instagram where you can watch videos of our chats and keep up with our content at Self Love Club Podcast. I'm at Belle Crawford, Bell underscore Crawford on TikTok. And also join our private Facebook group. All the details for these and links are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5 a.m. New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Ellie the most. Bye.
0: Planning for your next trip?